Hey, this is Jack Rogers. Hello, this is Olivia Valerio. This is Chris Hughes. This is Abby Bennett. Hi, this is Mike Kinsler, and you're listening to the Inside Pitch with Bob Fredette and Tom Hall of Fame Haley. Wow. It's all brand new. It's a fresh season. Football. Cross country. Field hockey. Football. Soccer. You just don't know. The Rutland Herald's local sports podcast. Brought to you by our season sponsor, the Rutland Regional Medical Center. Healthy you, healthy together. Here they are, Bob Fredette and Tom Haley. Okay, welcome back to Inside Pitch. This is Bob Fredette, along with Tom Haley, George Nostrand, our engineer. And today we were going to have Tammy uh, Landon on, one of our favorite people, but she had a kind of an emergency. Uh, she's okay. Uh, we'll have her next week. We'll have her next week. Yeah, because oh, we were we were, gonna, we were talking, we we're getting ready to talk about fitness and field hockey and other things, and uh, uh, but uh, unfortunately that won't happen this week. But we will be back next week with Tammy. So today we're kind of winging it a little bit here. So. Um, I started last week with throwing out a shout out. Do you want to you want to throw a shout out to anybody, Tom, before we start here? Well, let me see. One thing, uh, uh, just a shout out to I guess uh, the whole fall season in Springfield. It's kind of you know they've kind of gone through the lean times and football is looking good, even though I, I know they've got their quarterback down for a couple weeks, but they're off to a better start than they've seen in a long time, and that's exciting. And I believe the Cosmos are five and one in girls soccer. That's uh, that's different. So kind of a good feeling down there in, uh, in, in Cosmoland. So yeah, shout out to the Cosmos. Why don't you talk a little bit more about that soccer, and I'll talk a little bit about the football, and we'll kind of take it from there, because we seem to be on a Springfield theme here, and that's good. So um, what do you like about that soccer team down there? Well, I mean, I haven't seen them yet. I, I, I'm, I'm sure I will. Um, but they have a first-year coach, a new coach, uh, first year at Springfield, but not without experience. Uh, he had coached over... Uh, in New Hampshire with the Newport high school team. And uh, I think there were good vibes even before the, the season started that uh, that this would be, you know, the right coach at the right time. Uh, talking to Pootie Walsh, uh, our correspondent, he was pretty high on him. Uh, common theme, Springfield, you're going to talk about uh, Sam Presh, their, their quarterback going down. Uh, they also had their um, their soccer goalie go down with a concussion, and uh, I guess uh, Ari Chaffee stepped in and had the shutout, two to nothing win over Woodstock yesterday. So I mean, you know, like I said, I haven't seen them, so I can't speak to a lot about them. But five and one in uh, Springfield hasn't happened in a while. In fact. The five wins matches their win total from all of 2018, and that was the high water mark over for a few years uh, last year. So they're really going in the right direction. All right, all right. And uh, the football team, as you mentioned, also three and zero. It's been a while, I think, since three and zero has happened to the Springfield Cosmos. The shout out that I'm going to throw out today is to Jake Stepler. Uh, yeah, because you know, talk about stepping in. Let's talk about stepping in, and uh, well, you know, I tell you what, you know, if you haven't seen Springfield play yet this year, 
Um, if you go to their game with Otter Valley on Friday night, that's a big game at Brownfield, uh, you'll see the Cosmos with a 270-pound quarterback. So that's kind of going to be like, I know that they're, they're going to open up the playbook and take a little bit more advantage of his situation because last weekend at Windsor, um, when, uh, when the quarterback went down, um, Jake stepped in in the second period. Right. And he said, actually, he had ta- talking to, uh, to Todd Aiken this morning, he said it wasn't a matter of him not throwing well. He throws well. It's just a matter of getting, catching a few balls. So oh, right. I, I think right. they had a few drops. But yep. uh, obviously, the Noah Zarfus didn't, didn't drop the last ball, the 46-yard bomb that won the game in the last minute. But uh, I think it's going to be interesting to watch what they do with Jake Stepler because he's going to be behind center for probably at least two weeks, maybe more. After right, that, it's right. going to be day-to-day for, for Noah's, uh, for um, for the quarterback here. So, and i got to believe, uh, for, as far as this week goes, it's a little different having a week to prepare as opposed to stepping in the situation uh, at, the, at, at, the, at that moment. Absolutely. Well, you know what? And, and the thing, too, is that that's, they'll be putting some more kids in the backfield, but uh, the, other, the other starter is Donovan Sprano, who's their fullback. So you've got two fullbacks basically that, right. back there running behind a lineman. It's, it's kind of like Jim Brown running back in the 50s and 60s, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I would think uh, – I don't know, but I would think that uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is maybe some uh, sustained drives where you keep the other offense off the field for large chunks of time. Well, I think that's a good idea considering that, well, first of all, um, I don't want to not talk about Otter Valley. And Uh, Nate Blake. And Nate Blake. And uh, I'll tell you what, and, and Alex Pauly at quarterback, and, you know, they're doing a good job. They won a road game coming back at Mount Abe last week. Um, you know, I think I go back a ways to, to a week four where a game uh, involving Otter Valley is not like a game for, like, you know, let's keep the season together. This is something moving forward at right. this point. And they're looking like they're, they're, they're an up-and-comer in, in a very competitive division. Yeah, and Division Three is interesting, isn't it? Division Three is very interesting. I mean, uh, the Windsor-Springfield game last week, wasn't that close? A 12-6 game. 12-6. And so you got Windsor at Pulteney Saturday, too. Yeah. And a team— Wherever you look at Division Three, it's not hard to find a good game. This is the Inside Pitch. The Rutland Herald's local sports podcast. Brought to you by our season sponsor, the Rutland Regional Medical Center. Healthy you, healthy together. Wherever you look at Division Three, it's not hard to find a good game. Well, you know, I think that I think it might be a little bit better than we thought. I think that uh, you know, talking to uh, talking to the Springfield coach this morning, he said how that that that's an underrated Windsor team, and mm-hmm. even though Springfield went in. A little overconfident, he admitted that that Windsor is going to turn some heads, and that's right. you know they're they've got speed down there. They're always it's always well coached. Um, I expect them to turn a corner, but you know will this will this be the week here that they that they do that? But this is a, this is a very good division, and it's not not so much top to bottom, but I'm now I'm thinking more like the the top five teams. Right. Uh, and Oxbow, we really haven't given a lot of you attention know, Oxbow to. Oxbow has a. I don't know what they did last week, but going into last week's game, they had a quarterback and a receiver. That that tandem had combined for five touchdown passes. They might have picked up another couple against Woodstock. So all of a sudden, 
Oxbow is not a team struggling to exist anymore, but a team actually yeah. hollering out to people, hey, we want a little respect. Yeah, well, you know, you score forty six points against Woodstock, you know, yeah. under any circumstances, that's right. that's a lot of points. They're they're all right. Yeah, they're all right. So I look forward to seeing games like that. You know, uh, you know, out of, with, with Oxbow in the mix, we don't get an awful lot of chance to see them, you know, because they're up in Bradford. But uh, right, you know, that that could be a team to watch. So and I think you and I, we, we, I mean, we both love high school football, and 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 we're both concerned about it. So to see an Oxbow team become relevant, whereas last year we were worried about them just being able to, to put the uniform on and have games. That's a great thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's it's nice to see something, as you said, thriving now yes. in football, even though we're down to 30 teams. We're hoping that's the way it's going to cut off and it just kind of works its way backward, back up from there. But, Maybe uh, should we get, you know, knock on wood and get Missisquoi back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In the near future, I guess they are playing this year on a JV on a JV level. level yeah. So hopefully, yeah. yeah. So hopefully, it's a big school. It it is a big school, and you're always surprised to see a big school struggle with numbers. But yeah. we've seen that you know Burlington and South Burlington playing together. Right. Rice know. having the number and problem. and Rice having a number problem. You know, right now I'm just looking forward. I think I think it'd be a victory right now if all the games are played and nobody has to forfeit from that'd the That'd be forward. great. After you know, last year, that would be great. That was, yeah, because it was such a, it was almost, you could almost count on it last year. Somebody, you know, either, you know, just giving away a game or just folding up tent altogether yeah. here. So I'm, I'm really hoping that that's, that's the case here. So um, I looked at uh, Rutland again last week. Uh, they had a, a tough game with South Burlington, Burlington, but managed to, to plug through. And they'll be playing at Essex, which is a team w- w- that won in three overtimes <coughs> right. at, at BFA the yep. other night. So uh, curious. There's, there's still a lot of unknowns here. I mean, we, we there have, really are. We have our stuff on paper here, but it's, it's just just week four. And Thomas, week four, we're almost halfway through the regular season. I know. So yeah, so I there's know. Uh, still a lot to learn and a lot to see here, but. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting to, to, to keep on watching these games. And as some of the bigger matchups come up, like Burn Burton, St. Johnsbury coming up, you know, and that's, yeah, those are big, big games. Hi, this is podcast engineer George Nostrin, the one that Bob and Tom are always heckling. If you're wondering where you can find the Inside Pitch, we post it on our website every week under the sports drop-down menu. It's also shared on Facebook, Twitter, and you can find it on iTunes. If you have any questions, feel free to give me a call at 802-774-3036. Play ball. You know, there are those I've been hearing at, uh, around the, the league. Uh, there are those that think that the best team, you know, we've been talking about, you know, Rutland, St. Johnsbury, Middlebury. Some people think Burn Burton in their first year in D1 might be the best team. Well, you know, that's certainly a legitimate argument. Uh, yeah. Burn Burton is, is scoring a bunch of points. You know, it, it's just it's like they're coming out with the same stuff that they've been doing the last several years, just scoring 40, 50 points a game. And, boy, you know, you can't ignore that. No, you, you can't. You just can't ignore that. I think we both thought that, that like, take an example, the Colchester game, that Burn Burton would win that. Yeah. But I, I didn't see... 47 to 17 or yeah. whatever it was. I mean, yeah. you know, that, yeah. that, that's impressive. Well, you know, they've they got good skill guys down there. Yep. And one thing that they've done at Burn Burton, 
uh, under Jay Thomas when he was building this program is he always wanted his team to be the most physical team on the field. Right. And if you can bring that at Division One and and sustain it, that's that's really what's going to decide how well they do this year. They obviously have the skill guys. They've got speed guys. Uh, they got a real good quarterback in Joey McCoy. Uh, I think that that's a team that is still proving itself. And I think once you, you get into those games, I still wish they played Rotten High School. Oh, I know. I was just <laughs> thinking that. <laughs> just, just thinking. I was just thinking But that. when they play St. Johnsbury, that's going to be a, you know, it'll be a really telling game. You know, I think that's that's something that we got to keep an eye on. Is those, yep. are, those teams that are butting heads. I'll tell you what, the Division One semifinals, once we get to the playoffs, is going to be something you want, don't want to miss either one of those right. games, you know, no matter who's going to be in right. it because they will approve themselves by that point. Yep. Uh, but I think those are things you really want to look forward to. So it's exciting. Football is exciting. It is. And we, we're both talking about one and three here being very, very exciting. Uh, what about two? What about Brattleboro? What about Brattleboro? What about the team yeah. that hasn't won since 1973? What do you think about that, huh? Well, you know, Tyler Millerick is doing it again. He had four touchdowns, three rushing, one passing last weekend. And, uh, you know, I, I'm wondering about the separation because that was U32 they had played down there right. and shut them out. And well, you, you shut them out. I mean, that's another thing. You know, yeah. BF's win at Fairhaven by shutout. Another impressive shutout. Yes. You know, so it's starting to look like things are separating that a little bit more. That was another score I didn't see coming. I thought, I looked at BF Fairhaven and thought, 50-50 game, and actually, Bellis Falls had their way with them on Fairhaven's own field. Yeah. Well, you know, who, who comes to prepare to play? Yeah. That's it. You know, who's yeah. really, who's practicing harder? And, you know, you have to look at what happens over the course of the week, you know, who's better prepared. Um, the thing is, I mean, Bellis Falls, I think that it may have taken their loss to heart a little bit more because that's a team that's got a lot of pride. It's got a lot of senior leadership on it. Yeah. And uh, and Bob Lockerbie does not take, take no for an answer. The first game of the year, you lose to the other purple guys just 20 miles or whatever it is down the road, uh, meaning Brattleboro. I'm sure that they took inventory after that game. And, uh, and uh, you know, and, and, and BF is, uh, you know, we got to be watching them every week now. Absolutely, absolutely. BF is when they get on a roll. You know, if they're healthy, they're going to be a tough team. You know, but uh, that's that that Brattleboro loss is going to be hanging over them until the end of the season. Right. So uh, we'll see what happens with them. But they've made a nice big bounce, big bounce back win. Uh, made moves forward in the D D two poll as well as joining the top ten in in tomorrow's uh, Division One or overall poll. Um, so you know, it's it's interesting what's happening. Oxbow made its way back in. Yep. Uh, I've got Brattleboro moving up. You know, Brattleboro is starting to look more and more like the uh, the BBA of the last few years, mm. just making inroads into the division, into the big pole, and, and moving its way up, and rightly so. Right. So, uh, it's an exciting team. It's a very exciting team. So, you got to give kudos to all those guys. So, uh, Tom, what else can we talk about? We got a little bit of time left here. What you want to get some cross country here? What do you think about Brogan Giffen? Brogan Giffen is uh, is the real deal. Um, the Randolph Invitational, large meet, 180 runners or whatever, and he finished second. Uh, my daughter told me that he was right with the, the the winner from BFA St. Albans almost all the way, uh, just faded a little bit at the end. Uh, he's, a, he's a real deal. 
Uh, Mill Rivers in Division Three this year. I would think he, you know, he might be the state champion. Um, certainly going to have a good shot at it. And they also have, the Minutemen also have a very good uh, female runner in uh, Annika Hines. She's going to make some waves. So, so there's some cross-country excitement over in North Clarendon. All right. Well, it's all going to shake out in Thetford near the end of the season yes. here. So. Uh, a lot to look forward to, but I wouldn't imagine that we'll have some other kids uh, uh, emerging as well by that time. Oh, but, yeah. But the, a lot of that power in cross country is up north and in central Vermont, so we'll see how they shake out against the real big boys here when we Absolutely. get in the competition. We get away from the, uh, the in-house and Marble Valley League or Southern Vermont League competition. And as you can hear by the buzzer on the wall or by the bell, which I really hate. So... <laughs> Let's get rid of that next week, okay, George? You remind me to mute it. Okay, we'll mute it or kill it or whatever it else. But but anyway, uh, we want to thank you again for joining us for Inside Pitch. Uh, next week, Tammy Landon will be here as promised. I'm sure she's she's already remorseful <laughs> about the whole thing, but stuff happens. So yep. uh, come back and join us next week. I'll be here with Tom Haley, George Nostrin. Thanks for joining us for Inside Pitch. This is the Inside Pitch. The Rutland Herald's local sports podcast. Brought to you by our season sponsor, the Rutland Regional Medical Center. Healthy you, healthy together.